0: 2 years from now you leave Austin. Okay. okay. Where do I go? Tucson, Arizona. Hmm. Why do I move to Tucson? You know you're kind of tired of uh living in Austin. You kind of feel like you had uh, accomplished pretty much everything you had uh, set out to accomplish. There weren't uh you know any more challenges for you to uh to face. Okay. Uh they also made you leave. Who who made me leave? The town? The city of Austin. Yeah. Told me I had to leave. The mayor came to your home. Mayor Steve Adler. Newly reelected came to my home. Yeah, he shows up in his reelection vehicle. What what is it? It's just like a really long cartoonishly long limo that's weird yeah it takes up uh like two city blocks what how does it get around how does Wait, it make a turn you have a damn good driver how does the car bend um you don't really know God damn <laughs> like it. you just kind of like you just heard like a knock on the door and you looked out the window and you saw like a cartoonishly long limousine the re-election limo It just disappears when it drives away? No, it it doesn't drive away yet. Oh. It pulls up. Like, you see it just pull up. Just the front tip of it? No, the back. Oh, the back. So it's got two blocks in front of him. Yeah. The reason that you even heard it is that you could, it's like clearly muted, clearly coming from inside the car. Yeah. But you can hear, and you know it's the song. It's that song. The song is blasting. It goes, uh, life is a highway. I I want to ride. And so like You can hear it That's how loud Mayor Steve Adler Is blasting that song So he shows up And tells you To get out of town Why? Uh, You killed a kid? God damn it Pat You were doing A stand up comedy? Yeah You were booked At this like uh, 15 year old kid's Like uh, party That sucks Why did I agree To do that? Um, they paid you two hundred bucks okay. All and right. a forty five dollar well, gift card to the Darden family restaurants. Yeah, so I'm coming out two forty five. Yeah. How much time I'm doing like fifteen minutes? Doing fifteen minutes. All right. Yeah, I'll bomb for two hundred and forty five dollars. Yeah, and you bomb hard. I'm probably prepared for that. Danny Goodwin hosts. Yeah, how's he do? He fucking murders. What? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. You, and you eat shit Man. so bad. And uh, so you're kind of like feeling pretty humiliated. And yeah. uh, as you leave, I, but I, I feel like I, I didn't, I went in there thinking that that's how that was going to go. That this was a chance for me to make $200. Yeah. And then a $45 gift card. As you uh, leave that's pretty uh, tight. the father uh-huh. of the kid. What's his name? Oh, uh, his name is uh, Benedict Mocking Mockingjay is that the father or the child that is uh the father the father benedict mockingjay yeah what child what child's birthday party in my head what's the name of the kid yeah benedict benedict mockingjay's child alfonso alfonso mockingjay yeah the mockingjay family kind of hoity-toity yeah i mean they're paying me 200 bucks and a 45 dollar gift card that's yeah. So Benedict, uh, mocking Jay. I smile and I say thank you, and I extend my hand. He uh, so shakes your hand. Nothing happens. Uh, he hands you, um, you know, two hundred bucks in the gift card. Yep. Thank just, you, sir. And he just goes, "Man, that was the worst comedy I've ever seen in my life." He goes, "I paid you two hundred bucks. Would have been cool to see you try." Whatever. I wouldn't. I would not try. He goes, "Get the hell out of my sight." Gladly, thank you, and I leave. And you know what? I don't think twice about it. So, what happens is you leave, and uh, you see, like, as you walk to your car, you see, like, these kids, um, like, teenagers. uh, They're, like, drinking, like, 40s and stuff like that. Yeah. And and you kind of, like, pass them by and, like, look at them, and you're like, what the hell? Teenagers (laughs) drinking 40s. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you end up making a documentary film. Uh, It's called Waste. It's called Wasted Youth. Oh, God. And what it is, is uh, you kind of follow these kids who are struggling with uh, substance abuse at such a young age and kind of the the consequence of their actions and, and things like that. You film them for like a year and a half. Yeah. And um, you eventually get it. You film for a year and a half. You edit it for like three months. Yeah. You get some help uh, eventually to help finish it. Uh, you brought in, uh, you hired and you did like a Kickstarter. Yeah. And uh, you raise enough money to hire an editor Uh to help you out. This guy is the best editor working in cinema today. Who is it? His name is uh, Boney Holloway. (laughs) Boney Holloway? Editor at large. At large? Okay. So I hire Boney Holloway. To edit my documentary called Wasted Youth. Yeah, about dr- that drunk follows kids, a yeah. four group a kid four a four-person group of kids who mm-hmm. are struggling with substance abuse at a young age. Yeah. And it becomes this smash hit. Mm-hmm. So like, what the, how they're, they're, how do I kill somebody? There's a crazy like moment that happens where uh one of the kids is like totally wasted and he's uh riding a skateboard along i35 yeah and then he uh trips and falls and like is run over by a car and stuff and dies yeah and so like there's some controversy about it uh but also you know you're like you know i'm i'm going to make an honest film i'm going to show what happens you know what i mean yeah yeah and um so it's critically acclaimed people are like losing their I shit i leave it in there yeah i leave the footage of him dying and getting struck you, by you you cut like you know you you see him like on the skateboard you don't show the actual death you, okay. you cut it uh but you like you know in over with voiceover and text or whatever you Do I show his body at all no 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 you okay. let the uh you let the the audience know that that he died you show his body at like the funeral and okay. stuff Okay, but not like on the road smushed no 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 i couldn't handle it okay you show his uh body it's open casket funeral so is that why you kicked out of town so what happens is uh wait there's something else yeah. So you, God damn it, Pat, you win a uh, an Oscar. Yeah, for best documentary. Yeah, wasted youth. Okay. And then uh, it turns out that uh, you were the one buying all the alcohol for these kids. <laughs> what the fuck? Because like you, you, <laughs> fought them, you, around for, you fought them around. You followed them around for a little bit, and like they didn't really do anything. I was just buying them booze. Yeah, because because they, they didn't do anything. Like this is the most boring documentary ever so fuck you you ply them with beer and a vodka and whiskey and stuff and eventually people find out and they get really mad at you and uh the only reason died yeah pat yeah uh yeah hey man i'm just telling you what happens so uh basically the town they're like the mayor is basically like look here's the deal we all want to like kill you for doing this But you made such an amazing documentary that we're going to give you, like, a day to just leave town. So you eventually do that. And I decided Tucson. Tucson, Arizona. Why would I go to Tucson and not somewhere else? You threw a dart at the map, and you said, wherever this dart lands, I'm going to go to. Why wouldn't I pick a place that I wanted to go? You threw it 10 times and just landed in the Atlantic Ocean every single time. So eventually you just go, fuck I'm going to Tucson. That fucking sucks. Yeah. So you uh you're living there, you know. What am I doing there? You're managing a GameStop? God damn it. I'm managing a Tucson GameStop. Yeah. But like, you know, um they, they give you benefits and stuff. Yeah. Uh and uh your your pay is, you know, it's it's okay. You get paid forty-five thousand dollars a year. Oh, okay. To manage a GameStop, great. Yeah. But it's like it's 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 the most it's, it's a rowdy GameStop.
1: What the fuck it's, does that it mean? Was voted, it's
0: a rowdy GameStop. It was voted the most rowdy Game uh, <laughs> most rowdy GameStop in America. What by who? Pat, who the fuck would create that? What why? Rowdy Bar Magazine. Rowdy Bar Magazine. Yeah. had an article which is the rowdiest GameStop. Yeah, and mine was number one. They go yeah. They go look. Uh, I'm, we're not even gonna bother to list the other ones. This one like eclipses them why is my go, game they, they go, it's basically my game like will chamberlain playing against like a a two-year-old boy what you know does what that I mean? even mean pat i mean yours like smashes a competition but what do you mean rowdy like people come in and like they'll kick down the door and they'll kick down the fucking door yeah holding guns and stuff and what they're the like fuck pat and they go, hey motherfucker i want to turn in some goddamn games and they shoot in like the air and stuff i don't want that in my store fellas yeah that's well, what i hey, tell man, them who you can't like, i'd be honest with them i'm happy to help you out yeah but come on i gotta fucking replace the door now i gotta replace this fucking tile that's probably coming out of my check yeah now it's forty five thousand dollars a year it doesn't look so good because i gotta replace all this shit because you guys are breaking down my fucking door and shooting holes in my ceiling and they go just come in and they go uh oh sorry aaron and then uh tell your gang friends you know what i mean tell the other guys that you know yeah so you say that to them tell your gang friends and they go what the fuck and they just both give you the middle finger and then punch you in the stomach so it's a pretty rowdy game stop, why is dude. everybody doing this to my games because it's just a rowdy you attract a rowdy atmosphere i dude. attract guys who come in with guns pat guns uh sometimes they have like nunchucks uh all different like some weapons that you don't recognize some weapons that you think haven't even been like created yet like there's just roving gangs of people yeah and they all go to gamestop in tucson but they're only are they only coming to my gamestop or are they going to like other places i mean they go i mean yeah i mean they go to like bars and they go they live their lives it's not like they spend all day long in the gamestop are they doing gang stuff at other places no just my place yeah this sucks so i'm quitting this gamestop asap so you, you walk home, uh Do I have a gun now? Do you? Do I own a gun at this point? No. Whew, man, it seems like a bad move in this case. So you're uh you, you like to park and stuff. Back at your uh one room apartment that, that you uh, rent. Yeah. From Lanalax Realty. Okay. And um you're kind of like annoyed with your life, you know. But yeah. you're like, you know what? At least I'm home. I can yeah. lie down, you know, watch some TV. Probably jack it a little. So as you're planning, where's you're, my girlfriend at? Uh, your your girlfriend's dad. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me here you uh so, often. so you had uh been getting really into like putt putt No, Pat, that's not a thing. When you were young, you were called uh you were called a mini golf menace. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh what you the like The fuck does that mean, Pat? You're just really good. And like you were really good in high school and stuff. You played on the on the local team. The local putt putt team. Yeah, there was a putt putt league. Yeah. That and where you grew up. What was uh, my team the name? winner uh you your team name yeah. was called the frozen forest Whew. and your uh your emblem uh on like all your shirts yeah was this uh seemingly like like an endless forest like if you look at it it would look like it goes on for infinity it's an insane shirt and then like if you squint really hard some say that you can uh, see something in the trees. At the shirt, yeah, for a putt putt league, yeah. But you don't know uh, much about the about that. So what happens is you guys were uh, playing putt putt golf, yeah. And uh, like you were like you said to her like, hey, I bet I can beat you if I you know uh, golf left handed instead of right handed, yeah. And she's like, okay. And then you're like, all right, I'll bet you. And she's like, ah, sure, I'll, I'll bet you $5. And you go, it's fucking on. You've been saying that a lot lately? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. So you guys uh, play putt-putt. And like you're neck and neck because yeah. you're playing with a handicap, but you didn't realize that she was as good at mini golf as she is. Yeah. And you get to uh, the final hole. Yeah. Uh, this hole is uh, like... It's right underneath it is like a lake of fire. Yeah. What? Yeah. And so um, it's a burning lake of fire underneath it. That's like the hazard. So uh, you guys are, instead of like a sand trap, there's there, like that. <laughs> so uh, you guys are, are there and you're like, you're getting really into it. Yeah. And you go, ladies first. And she goes, all right. And uh, she hits the ball and it comes so close to getting in the hole. Uh-huh. And you're like, motherfucker. You're like, if she gets, you know, a two on this, I'm gonna lose. Yeah. And you think to yourself- How will I live with myself? You think to yourself, she's not getting my five dollars. Yeah. You just think, you say it out loud, no one will. You hit uh, your ball. Yeah. To kind of like knock her ball out of the way. Uh, but she ends up slipping on the ball and she falls into the lake of fire. <laughs> That's... That's not my fault. That's not my fault. What ends up happening is uh, your ball actually, like this whole thing happening, the only silver lining is that with all the ruckus going on, her ball was like pushed into the hole. Yeah. So she, you know, won technically. But at what cost? (sighs) It's not my fault. Yeah. So anyway, so you're living in this uh, apartment. Yeah. And uh, you're just kind of like... Again, thinking about how odd your life is now and how you kind of you wish you are back home. Yeah. You open the door. And sitting on the couch is a figure you haven't thought about since you were two years old. Sitting on that couch is your, is your imaginary friend. Harold Huckabee, my imaginary friend. Yeah, you Harold had Huckabee. you made you had this imaginary friend when you were very little. Harold, Two years old, apparently. Yeah, Harold, Harold Huckabee, and he's a bear, a honey bear. He's a honey bear. Yeah, and he has um, wings made of honey. Are they gross and drippy? No. Oh, they're just like golden honey. Yeah, it was just kind of like kid logic, you know. Yeah, and uh, he has a top hat. And you and Harry wearing clothes. What is he wearing? Clothes. He's wearing a shirt and no pants. Like okay, Winnie the Pooh, but with wings and a hat. Yeah, the shirt has an H on it. Okay, for Harry. Harry. And you and and Harry would go on these like, you know, crazy adventures as a two-year-old. Yeah, sometimes you felt like they felt that, that you felt even though you knew it was an imaginary adventure that you're having it felt real sometimes okay. you were transported to this place called the rosy realm yeah and you guys would have adventures fighting skeletons and you know saving princesses and stuff like that yeah that's a year old so harry says to you uh, hey aaron you got a second what do you say do i recognize him as you, harry are you immediately recognize him you haven't I thought would, about this guy again in almost 30 and probably over 30 years i would of course talk to him because i, I would be so overjoyed what a beautiful memory to have brought yeah. back to you and you were yeah you remember all the adventures yeah that you man had. what a beautiful memory to be able to live through again you guys went to sugar canyon one time sure to fight the evil uh dinotron did we win Fuck yeah, you did, dude. I knew it. I knew we were. Save Sugar Mountain. One time you guys uh, went to a creek that was made up entirely of dreams. You drank from it. What the fuck does that even mean? And suddenly you realize your whole life you've been searching for something that tasted as good. <laughs> it's that fucking creek brother as good as those dreams yeah okay the, the dream creek so what do you say to him what's he asking me he he, he just goes like hey okay, can i talk to you for yeah something? then yeah of course he goes aaron we need your help okay he goes the Lanolix corporation is destroying the imaginary realm they're killing everyone's imaginary friend we need your help why me There's got to be so many more real people who are much better equipped to take down a corporation than me. You You know? Yeah. He goes, Aaron, they've already done so much damage that the only thing we can do is come talk to you. I'm like the alpha male now in the world. He goes, sadly, yes. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's a fucking suicide run he goes no he goes look we we need you Oh, you're the chosen one then yeah what does he want me to do he goes i need you to come with me to the imaginary realm he sticks out his hand i grab his hand and i follow him i'm in a bad place in in real life yeah i feel terrible about myself then i'm looking for a way out you know what i've read a lot of books maybe this is it you know yeah maybe this is my moment i go yeah he he grab his fucking hand yeah I touch his wing on the way down to see if it's liquid or not. Is it liquid? It's liquid. Oh fuck! I taste the honey. You taste the honey. I go with him. I do discreetly though. The second, yeah, the second that your your tongue touches the honey, uh huh. You kind of have this like memory triggered in your head of uh, one day you woke up before anyone in your house, and you loved when that would happen. Yeah, you were five years old. Okay. You'd already forgotten about uh, Harry Huckabee? Long gone. Yeah, long gone at, the, at that point. That's and, sad. Uh, you just remember like waking up before everyone? Yeah. Walking outside and seeing the sun rise? Yeah. And for a moment, as you watched the sun, you felt a, a taste That'd in happen. the back of your mouth. And you could never quite figure out what it reminded you of until that moment until the moment where you lick the uh the honey wings also in your memory uh after you tasted that in your throat the sun turned uh black for just about 7 seconds why wouldn't it go back to normal you've never told anyone okay so anyway, so uh, you take his hand and stuff and uh, fall through. You touch the wings and taste them discreetly. Yeah. As uh, his wings start to beat back and forth, yeah. opening a portal into the imaginary realm. Yeah. He kind of turns back to you and he goes, tastes pretty good, huh? I would say, yeah, yeah, dude. Flies through the- uh, What am I going to tell him? No? Yeah. And he's going to drop me? He flies through the uh, the portal. I have to trust him at this point. I've tasted his wings. There's a, a flash of light. Yeah. And then you blink. And when you open it, you're in the imaginary realm at the kingdom of treehouses. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone lives in a treehouse. Okay. Thousands of feet above the ground. Just imaginary friends. Yep. They all live there. And, uh, okay. They say that... Uh, They used to communicate with the ground, but not for a long time. So you guys uh, show up at the uh, Kingdom of Treehouses. Yeah. And um, he takes you to, like, the largest treehouse there. Yeah. It's, like, bolstered up by, like, four huge oaks, the biggest oak (laughs) trees you've ever seen in your fucking life. Yeah, big-ass oaks. You go inside it, and... um, it's like it's kind of like a like a town hall uh-huh. you know and there's all these imaginary uh friends there yeah and you don't know who they are or what their names are or anything yeah but uh if you look over and like a few of them have like name tags and stuff like that uh-huh. so there's the invisible messenger who lives in uh a little boy's shirt okay. there's the um the cookie cat the cookie cat is a uh a cat a giant cat uh made out of chocolate chip cookies yeah and uh you can chew on that cat all day long <laughs> it's gonna grow back immediately and frankly it loves it that's fucking weird pat there's the sparrow of doom you look at it it looks at you and for a moment you think to yourself we'll meet again so anyway um like this they're like they're like who are you and then uh your imaginary friend, uh, Harry Huckabee. Yeah. He uh, goes, this is Aaron. And they go, Aaron, and everyone at the same time looks up and they go, Aaron Brooks in unison. What do you do? I go, I, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable with this. Yeah. This and does uh, not feel good. And they go, oh, you're the one who was prophesied in oh, the book the of fuck. Nick what the fuck does that even mean they go look will you help us fight back against the Corp? what does that even mean what do you want me to do they go you're the chosen one will you lead us to victory what does that mean you can't just expect me to show up here and say yeah sure thing you know i'm not you know my life sucks but is it better than whatever you're going to send me into i don't know a cartoon blue elephant walks up to you puts its like you know, giant fucking nose around you or, or whatever, uh-huh. and picks you up, and he goes, God damn it, Aaron. And there's, like, tears brimming in his eyes. He goes, "I oh, lost my whole family in this war. He goes, we need your help, okay? He goes, what do you want me to do? What does this entail? They go, as the Chosen One, you're the only person who can lift the sword of Alzeron. <laughs> okay. I go to wherever that fucking sword is. It's in that town, like it's it's basically in that giant treehouse. They go, yeah, it's the well, sword. Let's go is, there. You know what I mean? If that's all you want me to do is pick up a fucking sword. They go, if you pick it up, you'll be able to lead us to victory. It says so. Nick never lies, and then everyone at the same time says, "Nick never lies." I don't like this at all. I don't believe in this. So they you go. Know? So that so they go like, all right. Well, look, I just want to go home. This sucks. I don't want to be here. I don't want to commit to anything. You know. I'm easily gullible, and I think that like if I pick this regular ass sword up, and then they all lose their minds, I'm going to go. Maybe I am meant to be. Yeah. You know when I'm not. You know what I mean? We're going to call center. So, you know. So do you agree to pick up the sword, or do you do you reject it? Go, what look, do you do? I'm not locking any long term plans in. <laughs> you know what <laughs> you I mean? Say that to them. Yeah, I go. I'm going to go try to pick up this fucking sword, but if I pick it up, that doesn't mean I'm sticking around. You know? And they go, Oh, if you pick it up, you'll stick around. No. Then everyone in unison says, you'll stick around. Then if that's then no, I don't want to do that. I don't wanna I don't wanna be a part of this. You mean to fight in a war? I got a cartoon elephant there. Like, why should I believe you? I don't want any part of this. This is my thing. This isn't for me. I just want to go home. I don't work at the rowdiest fucking game there is. Yeah. You know what I mean? seems like we're doing pretty good numbers. Doing great numbers. you probably do for a bonus soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might be looking at district manager. You know? I'm yeah. probably broken inside. I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to marry anyone. I'm just going to keep working at GameStop. I'll probably just settle in. So you, you say all that to them? And they're like, yeah. what? And you go, look, I'm sorry. I got to go. You turn around. Uh. You accidentally, like, kick the sword out of what it was in. It was just, like, in, like, a, a holder. It wasn't in, like, anything, like, special. So you, like, kick it, and it goes flying. It crashes through the window and just falls to the ground. And everyone just turns to look at you. Yeah. And you just go, um, you have no idea what to do. They look furious. So you just do like, at the last res- like, resort, you just go, did I do that? And then you're beaten to death. God damn it. That's <laughs> By all the imaginary Fuck friends. Them. Fuck you. A, that a, a talking bulldozer comes over and he just crushes the shit out of you. The cookie cat is just clawing your fucking eyes out. Man, I thought the cookie cat and I were on better terms than that. You go to take a bite out of it as you're like the blood leaves your body. Why would I be doing that, Pat? Why would my last instinct be to take a bite out of cookie cat? It smells really good. Yeah, I bet. And you know you're about to die, so you just want to give yourself one last moment of pleasure. You go to as you get your your teeth on uh, the cat's like tail, you start to crunch down on it. But the last of the blood leaves your body and you die. You never get to eat the cookie. The Landlice Corporation ends up uh, murdering every imaginary friend in existence. Yeah. Children grow up to be just fucking dullards. That sucks. It's not my fault. (laughs) It's 100% your fault. It's not my fault. All you had to do was grab the sword and defeat him. And you didn't because you, sure. you wanted to get back to a GameStop. Yeah, man, things were going okay for me. <laughs> things were going about as well as they were gonna be going for me. Yeah, and then you were beaten to death by a bunch of imaginary. I friends. was making forty five grand a year in Tucson. That's got to be pretty good in Tucson, you know. I was bound to get a raise. Like yeah, well, I, had, I had an apartment. Yeah, well, you know, tell all that to your dead body. <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs>